0: We're here in the post-show, but Greg can't join us. He committed suicide after listening to that Tears or Fear song. I know suicide's not a joking matter. It hurts real people. I'm sorry. I can't talk. I'm dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I came back to life! <gasps> the Lord of Light! Um... <laughs> So let's do Amazon Anonymous first. I do have some stuff to talk about. So, and okay. uh, I, I, I know we we do need to make this relatively quick post show because we actually both have work tomorrow. Yes, yes, so, we do. I do like the amount of uh, of Jeff, Jeff using our old headphones. And he now has a whole bunch of like dark stuff on this on this side. Oh,
0: oh yeah, it's all peely and, and stuff. Other, yeah. other side of your face, yeah, yeah, yeah. am sure, it was on the glass yeah. earlier. I need to get these those other headphones fixed.
1: Yeah. Throw these ones out. I'm going to pick from Amazon, Amazon MMMM Pencil Vel City .9 4-pack but I think that means black. Uh, this is the Bic Pencil 4-pack that somebody okay. purchased. Um, one pencil is equal to two and a half wood case pencils. so Ooh. Yeah, and, and then you can purchase more lead. I... Mechanical pencils have always been kind of like an interesting idea that has never quite worked out for me as well oh, really? as the as well as the regular pencils because the regular pencils are just there the you know the leads don't break nearly as easily i i'm I have severe a d d anyway, so I push really hard on my pencils okay. <laughs> so the leads on those mechanical ones break all the time they just snap 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 snap, snap.
0: I really like the Pentec one, the little black one with the metal tip. You know, it's a point five point oh five millimeter or 0.5, 0.5 millimeter. And, uh, I mean, those ones work well for me. You know, some of the other ones, they're a little more spongy and whatnot. I don't like as much, but I'm kind of a fan of mechanical pencils. I really me, like the idea. I mean, because mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's, it's definitely a better method than just, you know, taking wood and throwing graphite in it and <laughs> chopping it to bits as you use it. Uh, and it's definitely easier than having a pencil sharpener all the time. But for me, they never work. But like I said, I mean, for other people, as long as they work, they're pretty cool. But these have been certified by Scantron, so you can use them for all your ridiculous test needs. I nice. use them for d and <laughs> I
0: have... Oh, I
1: love those. You love these? Those ear cleaners? Uh-huh. Yeah, those are great. Are they? Yeah, they're fantastic. Okay. I... I have an earwax issue that builds up very fast, so I okay. use things like that, and they are fantastic. So it's
0: Earwiz Earwax Remover, and it has kind of a it's a little stir a little scoop stirrup thing, but it has this guide, I guess, where it make you know I guess scientifically proven that this isn't going to puncture anyone's eardrum. Yeah,
1: it's not going to go far enough
0: by sticking in that far, and you can kind of use it to scrape away. Uh, you know, I I don't use Q-tips the way you're supposed to use Q-tips. I stick them in there, yeah, and I I make my own guide with my fingers and I get in there and as, as long as you around. And people are like, Q-tips are back because you're pushing the wax back. But generally, what I do is I go back yeah. in the center and I push down or up and I pull out. You know, yeah.
1: What I like about that, and you know, I I don't necessarily think the guide is necessary if you're careful. As long as you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. but. The scoop aspect is so much better than the Q-tip aspect because okay. the Q-tips are just these round balls, and so <laughs> it's a lot harder to pick at something and grab okay. at something. That shape is actually, the rounded sort of scoop actually works really well. Oh, here's
0: some fancier ones. Look at these ones. They have I panels. use a, the
1: plastic ones. The, the They're similar. I used to use those, the, the ones similar to the one that the person mm-hmm. bought, but if you go back one, okay. I think the second option there. Now down the blue, those, those are what I use. They don't have a guide; they're plastic. But as you can see, on one side, is kind of a Q-tippy, um, mm-hmm. the plastic, and the other side is, is a scoop, and you can I use see. that.
0: Oh, but it's kind of like a honey dro- dropper, right? Mm-hmm. The the other the plastic side, so you can kind of so have it can those. still kind of scrape out and pull yeah. stuff out. Yeah. Have you ever tried a, one of those candle things that you stick in your? Yes,
1: those are. Mm, they don't work. Okay. Not only did I tried that once, not only did it not work. Uh, <laughs> you it, cut your ear on fire. <laughs> no, it it, it cut it cut put cuts in my ear that that uh, oh. um, got like slightly, like briefly like infected a bit. Oh, well, that's yeah. no good. Yeah.
0: So that that's one item. I want to mention two other items people but mostly because they got. Perfect rating, five out of five stars. We got a beer book called Vintage Beer: A Taster's Guide to Brews That Improve Over Time. Improve Over Time. The price on that. Patrick Dawson. It's twelve fifty six on the
1: paperback. Price that was paid.
0: Oh, what was the price that was paid?
1: I believe it was nine cents.
0: Okay, I bought a used version, but it has twenty customer reviews and cents. five stars. And then the other one, I think our listener Greg, um, Fumiera bought this one because he bought, he, he showed a picture on Twitter about a thermos that his AeroPress funnel wouldn't fit in, and it looked like this fun, this thermos here. So. Uh. But this thing is 5 out of 5 stars with 732 reviews. Wow. So, uh, there's the Zo- Zojirushi, Zojirushi uh, thermos, it's $25 thermos, sexy black thing. Uh, actually, they call it's it a uh, steel, steel mug, mug. but it's, it looks like a thermos. But if you're going to use it with an Aeropress, I don't be think warned. it's a
1: thermos because I don't think this has vacuum. Okay, sit. so it's just a it's just a stainless steel okay. r- beverage container.
0: If you're going to use it with an Aeropress, though, it won't fit inside the opening. So you need a funnel for your funnel. Right. All right. That's all I got. All right. No point in reading reviews if they're all five stars.
1: Not all five stars, but it averages out to five stars. The there is one, there are two percent of them are one star reviews, so there are some one star reviews. Does not keep hot for long. I'm gonna read it. Okay, do it. Have to say, not impressed with this unit. My impression was that it would be able to keep my hot coffee hot all day. It was. Capitalize. My brother had a similar unit, but an earlier version. It would keep things hot for over eight hours. This keeps hot for about three hours, then lukewarm for two hours more. Really very disappointed with this. My parents each bought this as well per recommendation from brother, and both agree it is simply not the same. I'm not sure if quality has decreased or what since earlier version. I wish I could return this. Why couldn't you?
0: (laughs) Return it. (laughs) So it only Somebody's, keeps the coffee hot. How, so how many how many ounces is that thing? Uh
1: sixteen ounces. Sixteen ounces.
0: So it takes you four hours to drink sixteen ounces
1: of coffee? Uh th- there's a, somebody who responded say, saying George Rishi has a five-year warranty on heat retention. Their website shows the temperature after one hour and six hours with starting under 95 degrees and starting at 40 degrees. Do a simple test to see if you are close to their space. Suspects if not, contact them regarding the warranty. So oh. there you go. There you go. That's probably why it gets five stars, because that kind of crap's covered. covered. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, moving on.
0: Let's pause. I have to go potty. All
1: right. I will not. (sighs) (laughs) Ah. This is a neat thing. I read somebody commented on it. There was a question, of physics. Somebody asked a question, you know, why should you study physics? And this is something somebody said, which I kind of agree with. Uh, If you had to convince somebody to study physics, what would you tell them? And this is what they said. If you you literally stare at arcane symbols and gain an understanding of reality that's all around us but that few people comprehend, that's some wizard shit. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've, I've said this before, but, you know, going through high school, you know, we did chemistry in 10th grade and physics in 11th. And oh. I had never put much thought into physics. Mm-hmm. But holy fucking shit, you can use math to describe how things work?
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, that was like, what? Uh, understanding ultimately that, that math is has nothing to do with numbers. Numbers are just a way of understanding relationships and physics is all about relationships and, and, mm-hmm. and symmetries. When you get when you, when that clicks and it, it, it took me I mean after schooling for that to click but when right. it does click it's I mean
0: but physics was my favorite class yeah. I ever had because you could calculate, predict how things work mm-hmm. how balls fall and how things move and I just had never had that conceptualization until, and I had a really good physics teacher. He yeah. was, it was his last year or second to last year, old school teacher, but like the kind of like, kind of like tendered college professor type yeah. thing where he, he, but but he's still passionate. He's
1: been around, he knows how to teach. Passionate. Yeah.
0: He didn't teach by the book, but he taught, you know, yeah. and oh, it was so good.
1: Yeah, having, getting a good teacher is, is, is very important Especially when you're that age and I think that when you get older You can gravitate towards subjects you like more naturally right. When you're younger Having somebody to spark your interest in mm-hmm. something is, is really important uh, There's you know, I don't want to get too much into I,
0: I had a similar um, epiphany with geometry Yeah, Geometry was, what, 7th grade or something like that And, uh, you know, again You can use math to describe shapes stuff you know it's like it was actually applying all that number yeah. shit exactly yeah. that i was never interested I all mean, that
1: number stuff is is just is like the bare bones you know counting that uh, right. is, is, and then
0: when i was able to actually apply the number shit to solve problems like mm-hmm. like picture problems like shape problems it's like whoa yeah not to the degree that i had with physics but you know it's a similar thing and, and way, then my trig teacher was an asshole, so I, I didn't enjoy trig like I could have. Yeah.
1: At that point, it, like you said, especially when you're young, if you don't have if you don't have those right teachers, that you have to either be excited about the subject by yourself or be pulled by some other. I mean, I it, I, I would have
0: liked trigonometry just as much as geometry and physics,
1: but the teacher. Was it all leads dick. down the same path ultimately. But the teacher yeah. was such a dick. Yeah in the butt. Anyway, so on to other subjects. Uh the I want I did want to 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 latch on to the evolution thing just not the, the AI thing just briefly. Uh because I I, I still think that there is stuff to talk about, but I still think that the reason why my my opinion of the AI thing is different is because I think we're looking at it in the wrong way. You've brought up before the idea that what if humans just turned into pets? Well, in some sense, that's kind of the way... I don't know if pets is the right term, but when we look at the past and we see the advances that life takes, it's been mostly about absorption, not about complete eradication. For example, one of the most important events in the history of life on Earth was the creation of the first eukaryotic cells, when some thing absorbed mitochondria and they turned from into mm-hmm. uh you know something that could then process i mean that, that was an absorption that was taking something and turning it into sure a, sure. a larger thing the
0: problem is humans free will
1: well that <laughs> the, the, the problem is we're we're looking at it from the angle of we're humans rah 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 when exactly. we should be looking at it from the angle of we're and, part of, and,
0: and that we have free will right
1: <laughs> When we should be looking at, we're, we're, we're part of this ongoing system. Um, look, look at look at dinosaurs. Speaking of Jurassic Park, look at dinosaurs. For example, the very first dinosaurs were nothing like the dinosaurs near the end of their three hundred million year run. The very first humans, if we have a similar run to dinosaurs, the very first humans mm-hmm. are going to be absolutely nothing like the last humans. And the ones that survive that will turn into birds. I mean, they're. It's all going to keep going. We just have to let that happen and not be afraid of the future. Not be afraid of change. Yeah, I
0: mean, the only problem with your dinosaur analogy would be we're a single species. Right. Right, and so if you draw it down to a single species, they all went extinct. I mean, in much less than 300 million years.
1: Yes. Well, they evolved. They turned into various other things. I mean, dinosaurs... It started as a collection of you know pseudo reptiles that all sort of had a specific pressure on mm-hmm. them and they basically evolved that of a we assume as uh, at at the very at, at, we they evolved out of a single ancestor or at the very least a group of extraordinarily closely related ancestors
0: okay I haven't done much research on the topic so can't really contribute. It much. Didn't just come out of nowhere. Um, well, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying. You, you know, you're talking about the evolution of humans as a species, and equating that to all of dinosaur life.
1: Well, I'm and- I'm just trying to make the point that there's more to consider here than just in you know in, in on the scales and the terms that we are actually talking about. There is actually more to consider than just humanity's foibles.
0: Sure. I wonder if... uh, You know the George Carlin sketch, right? Where... uh, You know, uh, what was it like? Uh... Oh, I'm, I, I don't want to misquote it, but uh, it was the kind of thing like you know the the Earth wanted plastic, you know, so it had it invented yeah. us that to, to yeah. make plastic, right? I wonder, you know, similar to that, where I wonder if evolution, imagine evolution, you know, sure we can't, we don't know what happens, we only have yeah. a sample side of one, but I wonder, you know, think about the idea where evolution goes digital. Like, well, there, like there is is a, there is a pressure to go there, digital
1: there is a, an out there theory which is that information is the only thing that is evolving and we've got to the point where we, they found they <laughs> this biological way of found it was found to make information but eventually we found a, a much better way efficiently as, yeah, to do it humans found a way to mechanically mechanically the, rep- replicate information so that and that's going to evolve in a much different way. It, 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 these are all weird philosophical ideas. Right. Uh, I don't know where they actually get us anywhere, but they're interesting to kind of fuss over. But I don't want to spend too long on that. I do want to mention one of the tweets I had, which was, what would people do if an asteroid were going to hit us 200 years from now? <laughs> if we knew for sure there was an asteroid that was going to hit us 200 years from now, what would
0: they do? Put it off for 175 years. Exactly what we're doing about global warming. draw for 175 years?
1: Yes. <laughs> Alright. That's a
0: great question. Yeah. I, I mean, think about it. I mean, when do you need to start acting upon it? Yeah. The thing is, the consequences of an asteroid would probably be more generally...
1: They'd be a more
0: immediate. So. Well, no. The, the 200 years, people would be more likely to believe People in general, mostly those conservative uh-huh. people, would be more likely to say, "Okay, two hundred years out we'll fix that in yeah. one hundred seventy five years where if you say you know in two hundred years you know there's going to be this cataclysm of of climate, you know there's still so many people that don't acknowledge I
1: mean the thing about asteroid is he- it's, it's better to get those things done early because it's a lot easier energy-wise mm-hmm. to just, you know. All right, if, if we found something, we could but, actually I mean, take care of it relatively easily because we could we could nudge it off but course. But there's a couple curves, the, the right? Gravity. Because
0: there's the expense to do it today with today's technology. There's the increase in technology. And so when is the optimal, most efficient point?
1: And that's what everyone right. would be just arguing and arguing. We'd never right. get anything done.
0: Yeah, why do it now when we could do it in 20 years? When in 20 years we may have <laughs> yeah. technology x and
1: we still be arguing about it 20 years from then.
0: Because technology Y is even better. <laughs> At some point it, it's going to come to, you know, it's going to flip upside down though yeah. and it's going to be too late and technology's not going to catch it. Yeah. Agreed. And that actually draws back to climate change, right? Mhm. Draws really very
1: much, yeah. Because we're we're like, oh, we're, the technology will take care. of Technology will take care. Of. Eventually, get to a point where yeah, technology is not going to be able to take care of this. And oh, look, it's a lot more immediate. Yeah. Well, such is the way things work. Okay, so I did want to bring this up because I told Greg I would talk about it on the show. This is Greg tweeted a uh, a thing that you know sometimes in New Zealand is kind of interesting. I mean, a, from what I understand, a lovely place, but also they have interesting. Christian groups there that are more what's this hmm what, what's this for? this is from Greg McGill this is he... right 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 but what he, he got this in his mail slot this is some okay. Christian group is you know just putting this in people's mail slots oh okay they have some You know, it's a smaller place and they have lots of these evangelical people you know it's almost like a missionary mm-hmm. uh, groups but this is particularly well this is pretty dumb but <laughs> well, you gotta appeal to the yeah.
0: lowest common denominator
1: he got this thing questions about evolution. Unfortunately, there's a two side. He hasn't shown uh, the the other side. But okay, so here are the questions about evolution. I said I was going to answer these. The first question: If modern man, evo- this is all in caps by the way, if modern man evolved from a primate from a primitive primate, who evolved the most from a black primate, a black man or a white man? Please note, teacher. Please note, science teaches a white polar bear evolved from a brown bear. So, this is like immediately into racism, like right off the bat, saying that <laughs> uh, okay, if modern man evolved from a primitive, well, evolved, number one, modern man didn't evolve from primitive, only primitive in terms of not modern, but they evolved from primates, yes. Who evolved the most from a black prim- you know, There is no such thing as evolving the most, right. there is simply evolution from a black primate I I don't understand what that necessarily means I don't think there's fur
0: equals
1: <laughs> yes yeah, skin versus fur we we lost the the fur uh if we still had fur we'd all be probably well I mean we'd be various colors but I don't know it's a <laughs> it's a dumb question a black so who evolved the most from a black primate a black man or a white man no one evolved most. Fur has nothing to do with. It's. Oh, so yeah, it's it's just a generally racist question asking about making a, a terribly. So, I mean, most is. A, I
0: mean, okay, so. Just to flush it out, right? Most is is a poor term. But, I mean, there was an evolutionary step for Europeans that right. humans that stayed in Africa didn't need.
1: Or you could look at that, I mean, you it, that's not necessarily the case, because Europeans who would move back to Africa oh, it was more of will a, gradually adopt the same right. evolutionary so, I mean, trait.
0: That's not the thing of most. It was, it was actually, there was a lack of pressure to maintain
1: the melanin. The melanin. Yeah.
0: And presumably I've never done the science, but there's probably an energy requirement to maintain that level of melanin.
1: Yes. In general there is. So it's it's just an evolutionary pressures were different on white versus black people. That's all there is to it. Is it's a it's plain old plain old natural selection. We don't really need to go any further. So you were than trading
0: sun protection for something that had another benefit, yeah. you know, less energy consumption or something like that.
1: Maybe it's, uh, I mean, who knows? These are all things. Maybe it's eye color differences. You know, those kind of things. Uh, Okay, number two. Are rape and murder violations of natural selection? Survival of the fittest. If so, how? Number one, natural selection is not survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest is kind of a... It was never mentioned by Darwin. I think it was mentioned by one of, by one of the people who was trying to promote him early, but survival of the fittest is, is a different concept than natural selection. Natural selection is environmentally selective pressures cause you to or cause populations to drift to accommodate those selective pressures. It's, so fittest doesn't mean anything except for what is fit for the environment what is what is selected for. Are rape and murder violations of natural selection? Uh, I I think that's a that's an incomprehensible question. Rape and murder are social constructs.
0: But that that's the point, is if, if natural selection doesn't have provisions for rape and murder, then how can it be as good as our
1: Well the point is natural selection doesn't <laughs>
0: but that's I mean you get what they're saying right you get the the emotion they're trying to say it's like yeah. oh if there's <clears throat> if rape and murder are okay if you're a natural selectionist then I don't want to be a natural selectionist natural selectionist
1: well rape and murder the, the point is that evolution has nothing to do with or biological evolution has nothing to do with social pressures that we put on each other to survive social sociology and evolution are completely different things how we make society how we police society is different than how we turn than how we have come from other creatures which is what evolution is about evolution is all about examining and understanding the biodiversity we see around us it has nothing to do with what we should do with each other what we should do with each other is a completely different question so the problem here is the questions aren't related at all but it As it turns out, there is something in there in which it turns out that evolution has selected for us to be very social species, meaning that we find rape and murder to be generally distasteful because it hurts our social fabric. So, in fact, our evolution has turned us away from being raping, murdering creatures for the most part. You don't see that, for example, we've talked about it before, spiders, dragonflies, these... The you know these other creatures that have have lives that are completely solitary. We being social creatures have evolved so that rape and murder are violations of what we have what we have evolved into the social structure.
0: Yeah, that was well put.
1: Uh, How does evolution explain why when people curse they all say the same name, Jesus Christ? Probably the stupidest thing I've seen on one of these ever. Um, yeah, evolution does not explain that. Sociology explains that. It's called culture. That's it. But no, the people don't... But why do people blaspheme? <laughs> <laughs> when, when people curse, they don't all say the same name. That's just dumb. That's just it's a question for it's like that, that, that's me to say why why are all
0: I'm gonna start saying fuck Hitler with a dildo instead of Jesus Christ
1: okay but that's like these, why is all glass transparent because I have a, in front, a glass in front of me that's transparent well not all glass is transparent so the question is dumb ill-formed question uh, if man evolved from primates and both man and primates are living you need to read
0: these with with a New Zealand accent actually I'm not... Uh, <laughs> it would be more authentic if you did.
1: If man evolved from primates... And both man and <laughs> that sounds like and someone from Brooklyn with a speech
0: impediment. <laughs>
1: yeah? <laughs> 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 are living... Why are there not... Mil- okay. If man, <laughs> if, if man evolved from primates and both man and primates are living, why are there not millions of living transitional Neanderthals? Whoa, whoa, what? If man evolved from primates, Primates. and both man and primates Primates are are living, living. why are there not millions of living transitional Neanderthals? And they put on here another a little because
0: they're well, they're presuming that the primates we evolved from are the chimpanzees that are still alive
1: today, which that's not true. But also, okay. The same reason that
0: they're also saying that it went from chimpanzee to Neanderthal to human,
1: which it didn't. But they also are saying like that. Okay, Spanish evolved from Latin, so did French. We should see people speaking all of the intermediary languages between. That's good point. No, they die out. <laughs> they go away. Uh, it's, no, we don't see that because we only see what's going on currently. <laughs> they put a, a parenthetical in here, which can be seen as half funny and half, and more than half ridiculously racist, depending on how you look at it. Uh, please note, well, that explains why we have Australians. It does not qualify as a valid answer, unfortunately. So part of it is, okay, ha ha, Australians are dumb. But the other part of it is... is you could see that as saying, "Well, that that explains the Aborigines," and that's like super racist.
0: I think it's talking about the white Australians.
1: I think so too, but you could see it going that way. <clears throat> Finally, what is why does Richard Dawkins of the God Delusion believe that aliens made us, and the aliens came about as a result of Darwinian evolution? Isn't evolution a good ex- explanation for our existence? Explanation spelled wrong. YouTube Dawkins Expelled Aliens. Now, this is, of course, from that horrible movie, Expelled. And Dawkins was given a question, which was basically, is there any way what you could imagine evolution having, or, or, or an intelligent designer evolution? And Dawkins was like, maybe if there were aliens doing it, but those aliens would have had to evolve from Darwinian means. That's, that's, that's what he said. If you, if you want, I can play that video you can go Dawkins expelled aliens mm-hmm. you can go look at it Richard Dawkins does not believe that aliens made us and the aliens came. <laughs> he's just saying if you if you had to go into that sci-fi concept and you wanted to make it work scientifically you possibly could hmm but yeah no dumb 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 bunch of really dumb questions but I just had to had to take them on
0: And that's how they won. You just wasted 20 minutes talking about their stupid flyer.
1: Hey, I mean, the point is when you see something dumb, at least someone should make a stink of it. You don't have to be the person who makes a stink of it. I felt like I had to be. I knew the answers to all those questions. Someone's going to ask some question or have some have some idea that's dumb, or, I mean, I doubt that anybody listening to this is going to think, is, believes in that, but they may encounter somebody, my answers may help them, my answers may help them think about the subject, my answers may be wrong and they can correct me, whatever.
0: Maybe we can get Greg to get a bunch of USB thumb drives, take your explanations, and hand them out in his neighborhood for all, everyone who <laughs> I idea. I thought they Fly. would
1: listen to me, but, like we said, things people don't change immediately, but... If you pound this thing into their head after a while, eventually it'll stick with somebody. You hope. That's kind of it, I think. I, I wanted to talk. There are other things we can talk about maybe next week. Uh, right. Give you an idea of what we can talk about next week. I didn't want to talk about uh, the Bilderberg group. <laughs> uh, I did want to talk about uh, Reflection. Uh, I didn't want to talk about Fish Center Live. <laughs> so we can look forward to next week. Uh, I know
0: about the Builder Burgers. I watched that uh, that uh Illuminati special in the History Channel.
1: <laughs> I mean the thing about the Builder Group that, that gets me is people are saying, you know, what 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 are they do you know, what what are they trying to do to control us? And the answer is uh nothing. They're trying to figure out ways to keep their money. <laughs> it's not really that complicated. Because they're making way too much out of out of what is just a bunch of rich people getting together figuring out how to uh how to keep their money. Uh yeah, we can talk about that. We'll have some fun with it. Alright.